Shalom. Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Let's look at chapter 5 of 1 John, and let's look at verse 12. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. So let's start this off this way. When you become born again, because you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, God is in you, his seed is in you, and you are in him. The Holy Ghost seals you. The Holy Ghost fills you. The Holy Ghost anoints you. The Holy Ghost gives you spiritual gifts. The Holy Ghost teaches teaches you, reminds you, and comforts you about Jesus' teachings and everything that Jesus did. He reminds you, the Holy Spirit reminds you that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So when you know that the Holy Spirit is in you and you know you're born of God, You can say to the world, God is in me. And because God is in me, according to 1 John 5, verse 12, he who has the Son has life. Because I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So Jesus is the Son of God. He's in my life. And he's in my life. But whoever does not believe what I believe, who does not believe that Jesus is the only Son, that does not believe that Jesus Christ was a great teacher, Messiah, he was the rabbi that came into the world that was promised through prophecy from Elijah, through Isaiah, through the whole Old Testament. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son. I have Jesus in my life. Whoever does not have Jesus in their life cannot have God. In their life. It is amazing to me that the world seems to forget that the God of heaven, the God of creation, is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the three in one. But if it wasn't for the fact that God loved us so much that he demonstrated it by sending us. If we didn't have Jesus die on the cross for us, it would have been difficult, impossible, for man to try to keep up with Mosaic law, oral traditions, edicts, to be righteous. It was impossible. But thanks be to God that he sent his only begotten son, that because of what Jesus did, he took all the law, and embodied everything to perfection of living to please God through faith, obedience, being what we're supposed to have been, holy, for God is holy. See, my friends, it's it's like this. And I'm going to close with these final verses. To be born of God is saying, I, I want, I, I, you know, <laughs> the words are like this. It's almost hard to even put words because it's so powerful that we sometimes complicate it. To be born of God is to believe 
that Jesus is the Son of God. That's where it starts. And because I believe that, God's seed is in me. And when God is in me, his seed of love is in because God is love, then I give birth to faith because of that. And because I have now faith in God, because I believe that, yeah, he created things, I believe that. And because I believe that and I acknowledge that, I confessed it with my mouth, I believe in my whole heart, I believe it in my heart that Jesus Christ is God, then that seed of, of God's love in my heart that belief that he is the only begotten son gave birth to my faith. And because now I have faith, because of that seed that I believe that he is God, I can do anything and everything by faith now. Because it started with me believing. To believe that Jesus Christ is the only begotten son, to believe that, as what the apostles had to go through, God revealed it to them. Jesus even, Jesus even asked them, who do people say that I am? He went around the room and asked a question. Well, in order for people to say who Jesus is, some say you're a great prophet, some people say you're this. Peter says, hey, you're the son of God. Well, God revealed that to you, Peter. <laughs> but do you believe what people are saying. Catch the word. Do you believe what people are saying? Do you believe what the Father in heaven told you? Yes, I believe you're the Messiah. You're the chosen one. Then if you believe that that's who Jesus is, you believe that, then God is in your heart and God is in your life. Now here is your faith deposited in you for you to be able to overcome the difficulties in the world. It's a good start. You believe that car can run, but you got to put gas in it. You got to believe by faith when you put the key in, it's still, still going to work and turn on so you can drive it. That's what faith is. Because if I didn't believe that Jesus is the son of God, I wouldn't have faith in him. I wouldn't have faith in God almighty. Because we know without faith, it's impossible to please God, according to Hebrews 11.6. Because it even says that we must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. So you get, you get faith by believing in God. You get faith by believing that Jesus is the son of God. You get faith by having God in your heart. You have faith because God deposited in you faith because of what you believe. So when we think about what it is to be born again, we simply just got to say, it's the belief that Jesus is the son of God and that he was born of a virgin, that he was perfect, did not sin. He was crucified because of that, but that was God's plan because God demonstrated his love for, toward us that while we were still sinning, Christ died for our sins. I believe that. And because I believed that and accepted that gift, I became, what they say, born again. Because I believed that. And now I have the Holy Ghost sealing me, filling me. And now guess what? The world will know that Jesus Christ is my God, my Lord, and my Savior. Because I believe. Let's close with 
1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5 says this. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And we've just been covering that for the last, what, 20 minutes or more? Everyone who loves God, who believes that Jesus Christ is the Christ, is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. So we have to know that God sent his only begotten Son. If you know that because you believe that, then it says in the Word from Gospel of John chapter 3 to Romans 10, 9, and right here, 1 John 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, the chosen one, is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. So what is John now referring to now that we are what they call born of God? Because I believe that Jesus is the son of God, um, Jesus is my brother. Jesus is my high priest. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my God. And the father of heaven demonstrated his love toward us. So now I am in the family of God. And because I am in the family of God, I love the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The relationship is now becoming complete in me because his love is in me. Verse 3 says, this is love for God, to obey his commandments. Jesus obeyed everything the Father told him, said to him, to do. Jesus told his apostles. He told the illegal court hearing, if you will. He told the Pharisees. He told the high priest, I only do and say what my father has given me. Obedience is everything when you are a child of God. Because his commands, as the word says here, are not burdensome. For everyone born of God. Here we go. <laughs> Nicodemus, pay attention. Nicodemus, chapter 3 of Gospel of John. If you want to be born again, you must believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son. And now that you believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son, Nicodemus, and anyone out there that wants to become a born-again believer, you must start the process off by believing that Jesus Christ is is the only begotten son. He is the chosen one. He is Messiah. He is God's only begotten son. And by being born again, because we have accepted and believed that Jesus is God's only son, then we will obey God and love one another. That was the whole purpose of why Jesus came into the world to demonstrate God's love to us. He died on the cross for our sins. That's love. 
He died on the cross for the sins of the world. That's love. So then he says to us, Jesus, go and love one another as I have loved you. That's a command. And his commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. So no trouble, no trial, no opposition can ever affect me because I'm born of God. And I have the victory according to 1 John chapter 5. This is the victory that has overcome the world. It's our faith. Because I believe Jesus is the Son of God, I have the faith of God in me, and I understand that everything I do is always by faith, because Jesus even says, do you believe I can heal you? Do you believe I can do this? And the uh, response was, yes, I believe. And he says, then it's because of your faith it be done for you. So you got to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and God deposits faith in you. Now, your faith can grow based on how much you believe. <laughs> the bigger your belief, the bigger your faith. <laughs> Hear what I just said. The more you believe, the bigger your faith. So what overcomes the world? It's our faith. But here's what it says in verse 5 of 1 John 5. Here's your verse. Who is it? that overcomes the world, question mark. Verse five, everything we've been talking about. Only he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. See, my friends, we don't have faith on our own. We have to believe first. It said that Abraham believed and was credited to him as righteous. So even Abraham without the word, Abraham without the Bible, Abraham just looking up in the skies, believed that there's a God. And because of that, it was credited to him as righteous, which means then he was deposited faith by God Almighty. So you want to overcome the things of this world? You definitely got to have faith, but you can't get faith on your own merit because it's not by works you can get faith. Faith is from God. Faith is not from man. Belief is man's decision. Belief is a volitional approach to what you believe exists in heaven. Believe that you believe that there is a higher deity. Believing that there is a God. And if you believe that deity that you believe in is the creator of heaven and earth. And believe now he sent his only begotten son. You believe that. God deposits faith in you. But like everything else has a deposit, you must continually seek the Lord so that your faith can grow. And that is through prayer, that is through fellowship, and that is truly by loving one another and obeying God's word. That's how your faith grows. So 1 John 5 says, who is it that overcomes the world? It is the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. My friends, if you want to be born again and really want to live by faith, not by sight, pray this prayer with me. Father in heaven, I believe that you created the heavens and earth. I believe, Father God, that you demonstrated your love towards all of us here on earth. 
that while I am a sinner and I confess, Lord, I have sinned against you, please forgive me. Because you demonstrate love by sending Jesus. And I believe Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. I believe that, Lord God. Father in heaven, please forgive me. And I accept the free gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. And I ask, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lead me to live a life that pleases you. To stay away from the things of the past that are not pleasing and to live a life walking straight, living by faith, not by sight, so that I may show the light of God to everyone I meet. And that is by loving one another as you love me. So thank you, Lord God. I believe you exist. I believe you sent your son. And I thank you, Lord, for accepting me into your family through Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to another session with Sharing the Word. Join me again as we examine and open up the Bible on topics that affect the believer.